Hey guys, it's Stacy and Hutch, and apparently our bosses thought that we didn't talk enough. <laughs> so we're going to do a podcast. We're going to say too much. Hopefully we don't get fired, but it's a podcast, so they can't fire us for having our own thoughts. And we don't get paid for this, so how can you fire from something that you don't actually do for a job? You're not getting paid? No, are you? Let's start the podcast. Yay! Stacy's not here. Um, <laughs> I'm not cheered for that. Uh, Stacy's out this week, but Elizabeth Reese has decided to come in. Hi, guys. Hello, hello, friends. Thank you for having me. Did, by the way, Paul Folger comes in every Wednesday and Friday with us. I know. Does he always say hello, friends, to you? He does, okay. yeah. He's a wonderful person. But once in a while, I'll hear you say it, and I'm like, mm. who started it? Oh, I say hello, friends, a lot. You do? Yeah, I'm into friends. Do you I, do that on TV? Because we watch you all the time, even though we're on the air, because you're on the screen. Yeah, do you have me on closed caption? Can you actually we hear do. me? Okay. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I say hello, friends, a lot. Do I'm you? a lot into friends. I think I, I like you are. everyone being a friend. I'm sorry, that bothers me. Thank you for being a friend. Um, hmm. Uh, <laughs> Hello, I'm, friends. Isn't Ross that Jim Nance, well. too? Because Hello, I friends. I'm the kind of person that's like, I don't mind friends. But if I have a big group, like it bothers. I don't know if that's a like guy thing. Like, does your husband have a ton of friends? He has a ton of friends. He's super social. But are they friends of your friend? Like, are uh, they the husband? No, he okay. has more buddies than I have friends. You know, my husband played hockey for a long time. And so he's just got like this crew. Yeah. And he's kind of a person that people want to be friends with. You know, he's not afraid to be imperfect. <laughs> they like that about him. <laughs> he's a man. Uh, wait, so so is there any drama ever with your friends? Because, like, that's what I don't have a lot of people in my life. Like, I don't Fair. want drama. I don't have a lot of drama. No, yeah. I have a group of friends, um, actually, that I just saw last weekend. My We have five of us from, like, middle school and high school that are still super, really? super close. Yep. Lindsay, Aaron, Mari, Tanya, me. And then... <laughs> Um, we just got together last weekend. You guys, we have 14 children oh, among us. 14 children. God. Ranging in age from, let's see, AJ's the oldest and he's 12. And um, and then McKenna's 12 too. And then they go all the way down to um, the youngest is Jack, who's 15 months. We're all done now. We've all entered our 40s, 40s. and we're like, okay, we're done having children. But there were 14 children from the age of 12 down to one. And... It's just very fun. And then I have, um, you know, some college friends, a core group of girls. There's four of us. Yeah. One of them actually overlaps from high school and college. She's my best They're friend. They're the ones that know your secrets. They know a lot of college secrets. college stuff. College, they know yeah. a lot. They absolutely know. They have a lot of bad photos. You know, and then also good ones where I'm wearing tube tops yeah. and I'm 20 and it's like, we, hey, hot damn, get her going. We need those photos. <laughs> They're good. How glad are we that we didn't? By the way, I do want to say this before we get to uh, anything. Thanks to Mattress Galaxy for uh, sponsoring uh, Stacey and Hutch Say Too Much. Uh, but I do want to mention, like, how glad are we? Because I think we were born around the same time. What do you say? 81. Oh, 81? yeah, I okay. say. Oh, 83. Yeah. yeah. So. How glad are we that those photos aren't social media oh, worthy? So how like you know? So like, I think we grew up in like the best time ever. It, we totally did because yeah. we're the last generation of people who know what it's like to grow up without devices, to have to like do old school things mm-hmm. like go to Blockbuster and like watch things when they were actually on TV and like you have to be home when Beverly Hills 90210 starts. Melt while your Melrose Place lady. Yeah, you have to be there when it starts and then. But then also living a life like with technology. We're the last ones. No, mm-hmm. I mean, even my, my sister, my youngest sister is five years younger than me. 
I mean, she remembers it too, but like Facebook was around when she was in college because it was just for college students then. It was not around for me. I didn't get Facebook until my second TV job when I was in Green Bay. And I remember it being like this big deal at the station. Like, could we get Facebook? Could we have it? Would we have a public? Would people be able to be our friend? Would oh. it like what could you post on there? I see the stuff that like young, young people in television post on Facebook. And I was like, I would have been fired at my first oh, job yeah. for posting. Like, if I would have posted a swimsuit photo, I would have been hauled into my news director's mm-hmm. office. It mm-hmm. would have been a major contract violation. It's wild. But we're also glad, though, too, because comes with that <laughs> comes with obviously people posting whatever they want yes. behind a you know you've I know you've been a victim probably more so than you admit uh, to negative comments. Stacy and I like the thing that sucks for us is that and it's good for us is that we have a live texting so people can text in while we're doing our show. That's a terrible idea. It's, Whoever thought of that should be absolutely canned. <laughs> well, sometimes it gives us great content. Ross, was it you? Hutch <laughs> just angrily replies to almost every one of them. Too. Oh, I, I well, you know what Stacy calls them too. She'll call them and be like, why would you say that? You know, like she calls them out. But we're in a position where we can. Yeah. We have a little more attitude that we could do than maybe maybe your show. Although, you know, obviously you you had I I say it's one instance. But man, I'm telling you, I'm I couldn't imagine being a female on TV. Oh, it's one of many. And and getting the comments that, that you would get. But here's the thing is that how people deal with it like you. How did you learn to deal with the comments because at first probably when you first started getting them on TV you're like what the hell like and you just were angry and you just wanted to write it. but now you're like whatever it's definitely been an evolution because I've been in TV for a long time you know I started at my first TV job when I was 21 and I'm 41 shocking I know <laughs> it is it Ross. is shocking like it, I did I thought that's where you need to insert the comment of like oh my gosh you don't look 41 at all I'm like, honestly I'm not joking <laughs> I never would have guessed I that. wouldn't have either oh, never I heart in fact you. I thought Steve was a lot older than you Yes, yes, and I'm that's sure good he, to think. I keep saying that. Say that to him. Yep. Steve, Steve looks that. incredibly old. <laughs> he, he does. He's still old man. Um, that's because Steve lives off of Sour Patch Kids, and I like eat grass-fed beef. I mean, honest to God. So, And, and you can tell Steve I said that. I like that. Um, it's been an evolution. You know, I had some really good advice at my very first job. My very first job was in Duluth, and I worked with amazing people. I made $19,000. I was yep. so broke. But I really learned a lot. And there were two pieces of advice. One was from the main anchor at that station. His name is Pat Kelly. And he was just the wonderful, wonderful man. And I remember getting my first like nasty gram on email. And this was, you know, I mean, we didn't even have internet on all the computers in my newsroom then. I mean, it was like you had to find a computer with internet. Yeah. It was was just nuts. And so I remember getting the first one and Pat and I was like, oh my gosh. And I went to Pat and I was like, look what someone sent me. And he said, um, he said to me, you know, you need to save that email. He goes first, you should print it and file it because if something ever happens to you, that's the file we'll put you first to look. That's so true, by the way. To you. And then he goes, but also he said, he said, you know what, Elizabeth, you can't take the bad personally, but even more important, you can't take the good personally mm. because people are going to say what they say. It has to do with them and not to do with you. It was like amazing advice and it really stuck with me. I honestly, I still don't know to this day if he even remembers that conversation. He was like such a good gem of a person. He probably just yeah. spouted that stuff off all the time. And then I also remember that job, um, that station was sold and 
almost everybody was let go, including me. Yeah. I got a sweet severance. I think it was like a grand. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, this is the most money I've ever like, had in my this life. This is more than my monthly salary. Unbelievable. Wow. I got like a two-month severance. <laughs> and um, and I remember my agent at the time saying, when that transition was happening, you are Elizabeth Reese Incorporated. You don't work for anybody else. You're contracted mm. wow. with companies. You go, you do the best job for you, not for anybody else. And those two things were just so amazing and pivotal. And I think I was just like in a position where I was soaking up knowledge. I was really eager, eager to learn at that point. Yeah. And those two things have been like my cornerstones yeah. for my entire career is remembering because it helps me to not think of this job as my identity because, you know, I've been on Twin Cities Live for 13 years but I don't, I don't think of it as who I am. It's what I do. It's not who I am. Those are two very separate things for me. And then it has also really helped me to sort of form that bubble around me where really understanding that what people have to say about me has to do with them. And I want them to have a positive experience in terms of their interaction with me. Mm-hmm. But I'm not responsible for how they feel about me. Right. At all. Yeah. I don't know if you guys thought you were going to get so many truth bombs this we morning, know. but here I, mean, I am. It, I'm it blowing up the much. building. Well, <laughs> I think this is great. I don't know about you, Hutch, but I think this, this is, is the great. worst interview ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I would ask the same to you, Hutch. How do you? I think people would love to know how do you deal with it. I generally, because I I remember the same thing as you. I was working in small towns in the mid 2000s and I would get similar. They would actually at one one time I got hate mail in the actual mail. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you open it up, it's yeah. a letter. I've gotten that too. But I generally I think I actually got this from my father and it was it's basically look if if they don't personally know you you can't really care about it. Oh, yeah. And, There's and only I think, certain people who get to have an opinion about you cor- that you care correct. about. Correct. Yeah. And constructive both ways. Yeah. I, I can handle criticism, but it has to come from the right people. If you don't know what I'm doing behind the scenes or the work that I'm putting in, and I would say this even for the positive ones, like you said, mm-hmm. great to hear those comments, Elizabeth, but also, I don't know you. Right. So I don't know how much stock I the, can put in the those. The hardest part, I think, for for us in this business is that you know, it's it's different for like a Paul Folger or Kevin Dorn or all that stuff because their personality is they show, but they're not like where you or Liz and I because we tell our we talk about our families, we talk about our lives, we talk about divorce, and we talk about all that stuff. And so when people hit there, it's so much harder to take than with you're stupid or you know like hit yeah like. Make fun of me all you want. Yeah, like you don't know how to pronounce Matamida. Right. Once yeah. t- Steve said Mahatmadi, and I about oh my, my God, pants yes. on TV. It was the greatest <laughs> day of my life. Yeah, it was amazing. But when you attack me as a father, yeah. you know, or you attack my yeah. my divorce or my or a marriage or something, that hits hard. And personal stuff, for the most part, should be off limits for all well, of us. To I, a degree. I, I mean, say to a that, degree. But at the time, I'm offering it up. You know, I'm talking about my divorce. I'm offering it up. So I assume people are going to comment on it as well. It still hurts. Are there times where you go home and you cry? Are there times where you... Um, I, I probably just like let it build up and then realize that I'm not managing it well. So, I mean, I literally visualize a bubble around me. I, I do. <laughs> yeah, and really? I, you know, and I have a therapist and I have all the things. Everyone in this building. Oh has my gosh. A therapist. You have to have a therapist. If you don't have a therapist, like, what are you doing? I send out my therapist's name to people. If you want to know, she's really great. Um, but I'm really open about that. And I talk about, I mean, I talk about that. My husband and I have been to marriage counseling. We, I talk about me going to therapy. I talk about really prioritizing those things because I think, um, I've gotten a lot of messages from women in particular who say, Oh my gosh, I, 
heard you say that you go to therapy and thought if she's okay with going to it, then I'm going to too. Like I'm not going to feel shame about yeah. it. And I don't think it's shame. I mean, I think it's straight like necessity. Number one, mm-hmm. I feel like it should be built into every insurance plan. Yep. And just as be your birthright should be six therapy sessions <laughs> a year in the United States of America. Yeah. I mean, I think that's how it should be. But I, I visualized that bubble. I realized during the pandemic that was when I had to go um, into therapy and really start to work on just like strengthening my boundaries more because I was doing so much work from home. You know, like yeah. I was coming into the studio every day for the show, but I was doing tons of interviews from home. I was um, doing all my meetings from home. Like that was it was that hour and a half that I was in the building and then I was out. But but you're not even including the harder part of that is the kids were home. Yeah. Everyone was home. Everyone was home. And I just had a baby. Yeah. And I lived through some pretty intense civil unrest in my neighborhood. I live yeah. in Minneapolis. And so, um, you know, there was a lot happening there. And and so I think really recognizing, oh, wait, like, I don't feel great. And mm-hmm. I need some help managing this. That's been, you know, that's been really helpful. But imagining that bubble. The other thing, like, Brene Brown is a great resource who talks a lot about, like, what your dad talked about, which is that... You know, you have certain people who get to give you criticism that you will consider. And if they're not like if they're not emotionally invested in you and love you and kind of like in the arena with you. I mean, that's Brene Brown's big thing. Then they don't get to have a say unless, you know, it's. I'm always like open to specific feedback. Like if it's something of like, oh, hey, you know what? Maybe you could say it this way or like. I remember getting feedback from somebody who said, hey, when you refer to diabetes, could you could you differentiate between type two and type one on the show? Because they're two very different things and different experiences. And I was like, thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. You know, that kind of stuff is totally different. And then you told Chris Eggert, go back in his hole. Yeah. Then I said, you just deal with it. (laughs) Um, But I think, you know, then. You also have stuff that is just so clearly about other people. And as a woman, it's difficult. You know, Stacey probably manages this, too. I think men and women. And the public eye still have a different experience, even though I think it is 100%. getting to be more similar in that, you know, there's a lot of criticism about your appearance and your body. Weight is like a huge thing. I've been I've had I've been pregnant four times, had three babies on this throughout my time on the show. I mean, there's a lot of like ups and downs and all these different things. And then there's also just a, a lot of criticism about for women, if you're too much or you're too this or you're too that, mm-hmm. like if if Steve would get an email, you know, Steve and I co-hosted the show for seven years together. If he would get an email about someone disagreeing with his opinion, it would be like, I don't agree with your opinion. With me, it would be, you don't get to have an opinion. You shouldn't talk so much. You shouldn't say what you think. There's a real difference there in what you're saying. And I'm totally okay with people disagreeing with my opinion. I'm not okay with someone telling me I'm not entitled to an opinion. Right. It's, I, I don't know what it's like, but... I can understand uh, just being in the business what that may feel like. I, I, I feel like you've been through so much at your time at Twin Cities Live. It's a journey. Um, it's, a, it's over a decade. It's, it's like think about any decade in your life. And it's people are lot. watching that. You know, people yeah. have been with you 13 years yeah. or, or just joining you. Um, I don't want to say this the wrong way, but you've been through a lot of men. You've had a lot of men in your life, and I'm not talking about your husband. I actually uh, was engaged to someone else when I started on the show. Oh, did and you? And then 
we broke up and it was that was like the first experience of I had to I had like said that I was engaged on the show and then was saying no now no, I'm not, not. Anymore. and then I ended up getting engaged again and then I married him and we've been together ever since it's your story's pretty crazy I mean you go with Chris Eggert who I think I, I worked with him in Orlando I love Chris and then I worked with Kelly in Sioux Falls That's so fun. it's the craziest thing you all come together somehow and yeah but this, John Hansen before that. John Hansen before that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. John Hansen. John Chris was Eggert. on for five years. Chris was nine months. It was like a hot second. And then Steve for seven years. Yes. And then now Ben Lieber. Now Ben Lieber. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy because each one of those people are so different, and the show is known for you know not necessarily like when you were looking for um, someone to fill in for after Chris. Yeah. It's not like you were like, okay, we need someone like Chris. You were, you had your doors open, your mind's open. Yep. And then Steve came along mm-hmm. and same with Steve. It's not like, okay, we need another Steve. We want someone that's just good with me. And mm-hmm. Ben came along. Um, how hard is it though? Even if it's nine months with Chris Egger to say goodbye to someone that you work so intimately. Oh, it's with so and- hard. It's so hard. And I mean, Chris and I have like such a special bond just from that little time. Yeah. And, Um, And everything like represents a different time in my life too. you know, like when John and I were on the show together and John is the one who gave me my shot. John and I met in the parking lot and realized that we both went to Apple Valley High School (laughs) and that we were both living with our parents because we would both moved back (laughs) to the cities for these jobs. And our parents lived on the streets next to each other. Wow. Like we had no <laughs> friends because we'd been away for a while. So we started hanging out. We became really good friends. I still call him BFF to this day. And um, and John was like, hey, I want her to fill in. And so then that was how it all kind of started for me. And that was our single time. And, you know, I was just like happy hours every night. Was, like, all this fun stuff. You know, and then Chris was kind of like just an evolution of things were sort of settling in. I went through, um, I had a miscarriage when I was on, right as Chris's time on the show was ending. So, you know, he was like so amazing to be there for me for that because mm-hmm. he had kids and, you know, we could really, he's just like such an open hearted person. And then, um, you know, Steve and I kind of grew up together on the show and we have like this brother sister bond. Yeah. And then now Ben is just, a, he's a total difference from all the others, but brings like his own unique everything. For sure. He's a dream. He's How- the best. You know what I would love, though, (gasps) is I would love some good sleep right now, thanks to Mattress Galaxy. After you have a big snack, it would be nice to lie down for a bit in your your Mattress Galaxy. Sleep is so important. If you're not on the right mattress, that's going to make your sleep suck. It's true. And you know, how do you know you have the right one? Well, you need to go to Mattress Galaxy and you can say, hey, help me find the right one. Because I have this sleep problem, that sleep problem. They'll help you figure out which one's right for you. They have a very simple process. And my favorite thing is is that they don't pressure you to buy when you go in there, which is really nice because then you can relax and figure out what you need and they'll help you figure out what will be good for you. And then when you're ready, you decide what you want to buy. Isn't that revolutionary? Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? And they also have some really great um, uh, financing too so that you don't have to have the pressure of Give me all your money now, which is really great. And they have three locations. They are in um, Hudson, Hastings, and in uh, New Richmond. And they're very lovely people. And they are education-based, non-commissioned people. So you can go in there and feel comfortable. And they're actually very cool. How tough is it? He is dreaming. (laughs) Or maybe it's not tough. How tough is it or is it not to be the constant? You know, you are the constant. You're the one that probably every time you you get that new co-host. Yeah. They're probably looking to you for a little bit of direction, even though they all have their own skill sets. Yeah, they're um, 
it's good and it's fun. It's fun to have something different. A little you know? reinvigorating. Yeah, it is. It's fun to have something different. I'll tell you, you know, this last time when with Steve, I was like, oh man, here we go. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through this. Did you I mean, think about leaving? When oh, Steve for left? sure. You did after. Yeah, I because I also broke my ankle in there, you guys, and oh, I was no. like really on the struggle bus for a while. I just was thinking, I just don't know. If I if I have the energy to build something with someone else, it's honestly like a breakup and then a new relationship. Yeah. You know, when you like break off a relationship and then you're like, I don't even know if I have the energy to get to that point with someone else. That seems so exhausting. But just like in a new relationship, when you find like the right person that you have chemistry with that you're like excited to spend time with and get to know, it just goes like that. It's fast and you can get into a groove. There's a little rumor. I don't know if you know this rumor, but. You guys didn't know Ben Lieber was really, really interested in no, this job. No, Like, he, he filled in and he, he did the stuff, but you didn't know, like, he really wanted it. He was super interested and he didn't think that we were interested in him. Yeah. And then, <laughs> That's how many relationships have. Well, I didn't I think know. you liked me. Well, I didn't think you liked me. I, know. I didn't think you. Do you like us? Circle one yesterday. Yeah. But we actually, we went to coffee. I asked Ben to go to coffee after he'd filled in and he kept popping into my mind. And I've known him for over 10 years because he's filled in on the show mm-hmm. for that long. And over that time, he is so progressed as a broadcaster and he's just like so comfortable with himself and um and able to like deliver a story and share opinions and you know he's done lots of radio work and then work for the vikings and all of his sports broadcasting and um after he filled in a couple times when after steve had left he just kept popping into my mind and i was like you know what i'm just gonna shoot him a text and i was like hey can we go have coffee and we went for coffee and i just like laid it out and said hey was would this ever be something you were interested in yeah And he said the last time he'd filled in, his wife was like, you need, like, you were so good at this. You need to text her and see if she would want to talk to you about the job. And Ben was like, no, we're friends. I don't want to like, yeah, I don't want to like, you know, put something on her and make it blah, blah, blah. And she was like, no, she's looking for a co-host. And I'm like, (laughs) you should have listened to Abby, you know, Um, but how it all kind of worked out. And it was, it was just another reminder and confirmation to me that, you know, following my gut is always the right thing. If Something keeps popping into my mind of like, I should call him. I should check with him. I should see, you know, anytime that happens, like I should do this. I have to follow that. It's been like the greatest things in my life have come when I just follow that little, the still small voice as yeah. my podcast host, Marjorie Punnett calls it. What is Ben's coffee order? Do you remember? Oh. Is he like straight black or is it very frou-frou? Uh, he'll do anything, word? but he likes great coffee. Like he likes good quality okay. coffee. I, I smell TCL coffee brand after their liquor goes. Wouldn't that F- be nice? Figures you guys do liquor first. That's and a then... really good. Oh my gosh. Now <laughs> I'm like, brand, hey, hey, a TCL blend. Yes, right? I like this idea. Um, last question I have for you. Then we get to play a game. Oh, good. Um, How long does this podcast go? I'll stay all day. I like it got... here. I like you guys. You're so fun. <laughs> Paul Folger can do it on his own. He's fine. Um, so a lot of people will ask um, because People know that we're co-workers. We work together and we we interact here and there. And they're like, so is Elizabeth and Steve or Ben or whoever, are they as nice in person <laughs> as they are on TV? What's your answer? What do you say? Well, I said before I met her, she's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, when we first, before we started doing any TV or anything together, we would just, we're running. Like yeah. in the halls, we're yeah. always just running. You're going to TV or radio and then I'm running to radio and we just quick high, you know, or whatever. But um, 
I always say she's more amazing because I remember when I went through my divorce, some reason I was talking to Kelly in your offices and I was sitting at your desk Yeah, and I was talking to Kelly and then you came in and, and I don't want to cry, but, um, just the things that you guys said were just so uplifting and kind. And, uh, so it meant a lot. Um, so yes, you are just as nice, uh, in person. And so I just, you know, a lot of people, because you know how it is. A lot of listeners are just rude and mean. For sure. And it just happened. And I was just like, man, Stacy's the, the one that cries on this show. <laughs> uh, God, you're Oprah. This is a free therapy session, I, just uh-huh. so you know. I don't think that people understand it is different in this building. And that's not to speak disparagingly of other companies. I've worked for plenty of great companies. But people in this building genuinely care about their coworkers. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They genuinely come to work every day with a positive attitude. Yeah. Even if something is going on negative in their life, they do a pretty good job of compartmentalizing it as much or as opening up possible. and talking about Correct. it. Correct. Yeah. Contextualize ex- it. Yeah. Like I don't even think you're forced to squash things down here. It's not like, hey, figure it out and just perform. I I I, th- I do really believe that that comes from at its core, this is a family-owned company. Correct. And so it is that even though it, that's never talked about, you know, no one in the bosses is like, you have to be like family, you know, it's just <laughs> like, you know, you sit at Thanksgiving together. It's just, it's implied and it's just part of the culture here. Right. And so for good or bad, you know, sometimes families yes. can be a little dysfunctional, but it's, I think that's a, a really important point that you don't have to compartmentalize it. You can be who you Correct. are and, um, and your family and your life and is prioritized. This building does a wonderful job, just like the conversation that Hutch was just alluding to. I have a couple people in this building where I can walk into their door, close it, and we talk about work and family and yeah. personal stuff. And they'll do the same for me. Oh. The problem is when it gets close to 10 everywhere. minutes before airtime, we're all like, okay, we you gotta go, but we got to go, you know? And so wrap it up. Yeah. Oh, no, but I love I think, that, Hutch. I'm so glad that interaction meant something to you. And I hope you, you know, you just, that that authenticity and just being yeah. a genuine person is, that's what we feel from you. We yeah. like, love you. I know. I, I just, it, it's crazy because it makes me think how many times have we interacted with people? And we don't know that we've said something to them that helped them or yeah. that, you know, and, yeah. and so we always have to remind ourselves in that moment um, that we we affect people's lives. Which, it, which does kind of bring you full circle, though, to how you can react to people and their their opinions about you or what they choose yeah. to share with you. It really like. 99% of the time, it mm-hmm. has so much more to do with them than it has to do with you. It right. has everything to do with them and not to do with you. And so the more that I've sort of embraced that too and gone, gosh, if you, if, if taking time out of your day to send me a nasty gram or to be mad about that, if that's like, there's one woman who is perpetually, she's like calling my bosses because she's mad that I don't, she thinks I look off camera too much. Does she know that oh you're my like really goodness. friendly? With I don't know. <laughs> I like talk to people off camera because this is what we do. You know, we have like people in the studio, whatever. It's like talking to the producers she's, on radio. Yes. Yeah. She's like very upset about it and she can't let it go. And she's just like raging about it. But I think, um, you know, I, I think, I don't know her name's Judy or something, but I'm like, if whatever is going on with you, like that, this is what's consuming your life. I it's I have such empathy and like I want to just give you grace because yeah. I feel so yeah. sad that that's what you're experiencing. You need to figure that yeah, out. Because I don't you know, listen, I'm 41 years old. I'm a mother of three. My kids are growing up so fast. Like, I don't know what happened. But in the last seven years, like I've been a mother for over seven years and it's like shocking how fast it's going. I I want to soak up every minute of the good yeah. of the good. Like, I don't even have time to dwell 
on the bad. Very quickly, Hutch, you mentioned that one interaction. You never know how much of a difference it can make. And you talked about that you were just tickled pink, I guess, that it made a difference for Hutch. Andrew Whitworth won the uh, NFL um, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award this past year. And when he was giving his speech about winning, and he, he talked about, he's going to be a Hall of Fame player, he talked about years prior, like 10, 15 years prior, he was working at a camp when he played for, at the time, the Cincinnati Bengals. And it was a camp of like junior high kids or older elementary kids. Well, in his last season, in a preseason game, they played another team, and I forgot who it was. But after the game, a rookie player comes up to him and just says, hey, I just want to thank you. Something you told me at that camp 14 years ago has always stuck with me. And and just think about that. It was literally something that he said that he probably, you alluded to this earlier, might not even even remember Mm -hmm. that he had the conversation, but it made a difference in somebody's life. And for all we know, it's the reason that that rookie... Part of the reason that he was able to make it all the way to the NFL. Isn't that amazing? Really, really powerful yeah. stuff there. So it's, it's you know, one person may remember one thing and another person may remember another. But it, it, at some point, if you affected someone's life and make a change for the good at some point, then. I don't you know. remember anything that Hutch tells me. That's why he's always yelling <laughs> at good me. advice. I never, you know, I never say anything positive so, for the most part. So as we get ready to play this game, Hutch, yes. Elizabeth needs to know he he's dirty. He tries to cheat Listen. all the time. He is always coming oh, to my workspace. Where, where are the questions? Where are the questions? I don't even know what the game is. You guys haven't even told me what the game is or what the rule is. Okay, you ready to play it? Yeah, do you want me to hit the open or do you got no, it? You got A little it. on-air production meeting. All right. All right. It is time for Pass or Play. Stacey usually sings a song, but I am not doing that I was today. just going to say, Pass or no Play. Song. It's a catch or play. I like it. We're so, going to play Pass or Play. This is how it works. There's categories, like Jeopardy. We've got five categories. Okay. You pick the category you want to answer a question to. Okay. Now, you can either answer the question, okay. or you can pass it to me. Ooh, after I know what the question Correct. is. Got it. But here's the deal. If you get the question wrong, I get a point. If you get the question right, you get the point. Mm. If you pass it to me, I can get it right and get the point. But if I get it wrong... You get the point. Oh, this is fun. There's a, so there's a little strategy. Like, if you think I don't know the answer, you probably just want to pass it to me. I'm going to look in your eyes. Well, listen, I'm a good bluffer. Is there a little bit of confusion? I'm horrible I'll at this. I'll sense it. Yeah. <laughs> You're so, a big, good poker player. You I are. am so worried about the integrity of pass or play yeah. and, and Hutch's propensity to try and cheat. cheat. Oh, I have a second piece of paper that has nothing on it just to block <laughs> so he can't see through. This is good, We Ross. will let uh, Elizabeth pick the first category. What are the categories, Ross? The categories today are Say It's Your Birthday. Ooh. How old are you, kitty? <laughs> what? Lieber 2000. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Dang, Hutch is expensive. <laughs> the plane, the plane. Those are your five categories okay, today. Okay, okay, okay. I get to pick. You get to pick. You get to pick. Um... Let's pick the Lieber one. Oh, oh God. If you get this wrong, that, I know. I probably wrong. will. At least I he's not able to listen to right I haven't now. read his Wikipedia lately, so I don't <laughs> know. I'll have to look. <laughs> On his Wikipedia, probably says he's died. We <laughs> know, like, every Wikipedia is wrong, <laughs> and, you know. I know. Well, Elizabeth, we have something to tell you. Ben Lieber is outside this. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. He came back from the Bahamas just for this show. In the year 2000. Oh, jeez. <laughs> What team did your Twin Cities Live co-host Ben Lieber play for? Was it A, San Diego, San Diego, San Diego, B, 
Kansas State, mm. C, the Minnesota Vikings, Ooh. or D, the St. Louis Rams? Okay. <laughs> Do I get to talk through this? Or I'm, I'm going to play. Talk it, yeah. I'm going to play. You can talk I'm going to answer this. this. You okay. just have to tell me essentially to... when you're locking in the All right. Answer. I got to talk through it because it was in the year 2000, and I know Ben is 43, so he's a couple years older than me, um, and... He went to Kansas State, so I know that. So I just have to think, was he at Kansas State at that time? I think I'm going to go K-State. And then he played for the Chargers after that. But I'm Such I'm, a mathematical I'm answer. I'm going to go K-State. Wow, she really thought this one through. I did. And? And good for you because you are correct. Oh. Boom, boom, boom. But where did he go good. after Kansas? Then I think he... Then I think he went to the Chargers and then to the Vikings. Did he ever play for the Rams? He did. He finished with the Rams. Oh, sorry, Ben. Oh, he did? He did, yeah. Oh, oh yes. That. I do know that because then once they were finished in St. Louis. He came back here and did he that. Was, they were deciding if they were going to move back to Minnesota or to San Diego and where they were going to raise their family. And sometimes I'm still baffled that he chose Minnesota. <laughs> But listen, my best friend lives Have you in been San to Diego. Missouri? Uh, yeah, no, Missouri, I would be happy to leave. San Diego is pretty um, lovely. I once worked with a gentleman who left San Diego because he said, it's the same thing every day. That is absolutely true. Oh, San Diego's beautiful. My and best friend lives in San Diego, and I feel that. Every time I go, I love visiting. But it... She has to be married to Elon Musk. It's so expensive <laughs> to live there. I but um, I would say so that's the point. It's the same thing every day. It's yeah. 72 and sunny. So Sign me up. It's too much traffic in California, too. I can't take it. I think I'm going to pick Hello Kitty. You're gonna go with Hello Kitty. Sure. Uh, let me let me and go I hate with cats. what was that? Meow. It was. <laughs> it uh, was actually. How old are you, oh, yeah. Kitty? How old are you, Kitty? I'll yeah, do you don't even know the categories. <laughs> That's unbelievable. How are you expecting to win this game? It, because it's a it's a. I'm doing it to make you think I don't know how to play <laughs> this game, so per, you can pass it to me. Per something called Dutch.com, when your house cat turns eight years old, how old is it in human years? Is your house cat A, 70? Mm. Is it B, 57? Or is it D, 48? Well, I know dog ears are seven, but I don't know if cat ears Pass are different. Pass or play. I know you have a dog, but do you have a cat? I don't know if you have a cat. Meow. <laughs> meow, meow. I brought my cat with me. I have a kitty and I love <laughs> it. So you have a backpack with your cat. <laughs> I would love that. You know what? I'm going <clears> to... <throat> that's a multiple choice, though. Oh. Uh, I'm going to Pass. So this means you have to answer it correctly for the point, yeah. Elizabeth. Yep. If you get it wrong, Hutch gets the point. Tell me the numbers again, because I know the cat is seven years. Eight years. Oh, the cat turned eight. Mm-hmm. And then what are the options when it, of the human years? A, 70. Uh-huh. B, 57. Okay. Or C, 48. I'm going to go 48. I'm going to go C. You're going to go with 48? Yeah. She always picks C because you always pick C. Because cats live a long time, though. Yeah, that's true. So that's why you know, Oh, that, God, you're good at this I game. Meow. <laughs> and that's correct. Oh, oh come on. Unbelievable. <laughs> you're so good at this I'm game. I'm on fire. I oh, like oh it. Oh, my God. This is awful. Wow. Stacey's going to love you it's, for winning. <laughs> it's a little random. If you look at this chart that I have here that I won't show you, but maybe I'll show you is after. Is it like Celsius to Fahrenheit no, conversion? So it's, confusing. It's not perfect. So. What I mean by that is after one year, they're apparently 15 in human years, okay? Yes. After two, they're 24. Oh, yeah, it, it is declines. like Celsius. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> but then after three years, I'm utterly baffled by this. For like three or four years, they only age four years per year. Unbelievable. And then as they get older, it starts to change. Do a you have bit. a cat? No, but I grew up with um, two. Chickens, one in cat, particular. Yeah, they're the same. But my cat, Spicy Reese, may he rest in peace, Spicy lived Reese. to be 18 years old, and he was like the joy of my life. Oh, True man. story. Two times 
in high school when my parents moved from Apple Valley to Burnsville. I went with them because I live there. He walked back to our old house <laughs> two times. And we got a message on our answering machine from the new owners. Spicy's here. The garage code is the same. Can you come and get him? And I had to go after school, go back. Oh I had God. to drive over garage there. Garage code's the same. And get the garage. Isn't that so Minnesota? <laughs> I know, right? We yeah. bought your house, but the garage We're code's keep it the, the same. same. <laughs> Hilarious to me how much cats do not like change. That cat would rather go back to a house that you guys aren't in yeah. than go <laughs> back to the, the one you're going to. We had a good talk oh on the drive God, home, funny. and then it never happened it never again. never happened again. Spicy oh. Reese, may he rest. In peace. Uh, <laughs> what categories do you have left, Ross? We have Say It's Your Birthday. Let's flip this page below the computer monitor. <laughs> Dang, Hutch is expensive. Okay. And the plane, the plane. Now, if you get this, you sweep and you win. So uh, I'm going to go Dang, Hutch is uh, expensive. Dang, Hutch is expensive. Just because I like that. I like the name of it. Right now on Amazon.com, the most expensive... Take two. <laughs> right now on Amazon.com, the most expensive hutch listed Oof, good. retails oh, for a seven thousand six hundred and ninety-one American dollars. Okay. B six thousand nine hundred and seventy-one American dollars. Or C nine hundred nine thousand six hundred and seventy-one American dollars. I really butchered that question, so That's I will okay. read it and give it to you one we're, more we're time. We're good. I think, I good? think we yeah. got it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I will tell you. I don't know if you know this. I was on the Price is Right, so you make your own decision there. And I got on the most expensive. Hatch. I am. I'm very. Lucky. I nailed the bid too. I know a guy who was on the Price is Right. I also know a gentleman who won Wheel of Fortune three times no that I worked way. with. Wow. Oh, you just never have done any of it. That's no, a, not at all. That's too bad. Seven thousand, six thousand, nine thousand. Uh, okay, most expensive hutch. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the one that's the second highest. So like the seven thousand one. Are you 7,691? 7,691. Yeah. Whatever one started with a seven. <laughs> Whatever one started with a seven is what you're going with. Yeah, and I don't know. I think this is probably this is probably not a good move. Hutch, do you do you care to guess? Do you think she's right, or would there be one that you would have went with? I would have gone seven thousand, but what mm. is it? You're right. Elizabeth is right. Oh, she has swept past her Unbelievable. This is incredible. I give up. This has never happened to me in my life. You haven't. And Hutch, you've played a lot of radio games. Hutch For started sure. out dominating this game. Oh he was God. up like five or six games to nothing. So done. And now it's seven to six. This is a fun game. It's seven to six. I Wait like till it. you hear what we have next. It's time for Snack Chat. And we don't have music, don't so I'm going to sing. It's time That's for what Snack Chat. Try to make some ice cream. Snack Shut up. Seriously? Oh, yes. How soupy oh is that gosh. ice cream? Gosh. I know I had an HR freezer. He Look brought at that in like 45 minutes ago. This is incredible. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, so these are brand new from Little Debbie. I'll give you a spoon. Nutty bars is like my it. favorite thing. Okay, we'll start with that oh, my gosh. I still good. buy them, by the Thank way. Thank you. Okay, so, by the way, if you don't like something you eat on TV. Yeah. Well, we only bring cooks who know how to cook on right. the show. And then if I eat other stuff, I just Let's say, say you don't, don't like, like seafood, they're not going to make you seafood, right? Yeah, or mm. yes, or they would and I would just be like, like people make things with water chestnuts mm -hmm. and I just say, I don't like water chestnuts. Oh, okay. I'll try it and yeah. I'll be like, this would be great without, without water the water chestnuts. chestnuts. <laughs> this is really interesting, you guys. Talk about like the universe. So I found a receipt on my counter yesterday 
that had zebra cakes as a purchase, nutty bars as a purchase, and a little Debbie Swiss roll as a purchase. And I sent, I texted my husband (laughs) because he had stopped at the store for me. And there were two receipts, one for the eggs I needed, and then the one with all these other things. And so I texted him, where are the zebra cakes? And he's, I haven't mentioned zebra (laughs) cakes in probably 20 years. Really? And then he said, what are you talking about? I send him a picture of the receipt that was on the counter. And he goes, oh, there was a guy in front of me at the store and he was checking out and he had insufficient funds on his card. So I bought his groceries Aww. for him. And it was like 35 bucks. And Jay bought the groceries God, for him. And your I was family's like, the worst. I was like, Jay. <laughs> I said, and he didn't even tell me about it. And I said, oh, wow, that was so nice of you. And I said, so you're saying there's no zebra cakes? <laughs> At least you could have brought the and zebra cakes. And now you've got, got nutty cakes. bars and zebra cakes. Like, this is the universe, yes, you guys. It is. It's wild. Yes, it is. I love this story because I tried being that nice guy one day. You know, because this has happened to me. You go through a drive-thru, and they're like, oh, the person in front of you paid for the meal. So, like, a week later, I was somewhere. I was literally buying, like, my $1 cup of coffee from McDonald's. And I'm like, I'll get the I'll get the car behind me. Was it like a massive van? <laughs> they're like, they're, like uh, they're actually picking up for a softball team. It's like, <laughs> It's like $112. Oh, my God. That would have been... I'll get the car that's behind them. (laughs) All right. We'll let you try these first. So, first off, you've got uh, Nutty nutty Nutter Butter. It's the Nutty Bars. That's those delicious little Nutty Bars. It's not. It's nice. It's like a nice level of melt. I love the Star Crunch. So, you got an honest opinion what you think of it. I think the Star Crunch is the worst. Where did you find these? The Star Crunch has no flavor. Walmart. When you actually get the Star Crunch. Mmm... Oh, um. Star Crunch is good. Okay. I think it's that nutty bar so? one nutty that buddy? I want to try. It. Oh, you do? Mm. Is this deadly? This is fabulous. Okay. This is wonderful. You can grab the. It's uh, not even making it over here. She's oh my not, gosh. No, not yet. I'm not, so good, good try, guys. You're not trying this one. Oh my gosh, that's heavenly. So good. All right, what do you got there? That's zebra cake. Okay. So this is what uh, Nutter Butter looks like. This is very fun. Mm hmm. Also, oh my God, that nutter butter? I, I hate to correct you on your show. But I believe there is a difference between nutty. nutter, n- oh yeah, nutter, nutter butter and, and, a nutty, and a nutty bar. And a nutty bar. Oh, is there? Nutter, nutter butter, butter is like a cookie a that's shaped like oh. a peanut. You're right. Okay, the zebra cakes is really good. Mm-hmm. Not as flavorful as the nutty one. You might like the star crunch. You I might like it. I think the actual star crunch itself is kind of useless, but I'm really? looking forward to trying this. Mm. Okay. Mm. Isn't that one good? Mm. Oh my goodness! What do you think? Mm-hmm. It doesn't taste like a star crunch though, because like it tastes better than I a need star to crunch. go. I need to go buy that. Well, we'll. Uh, oh, this is good. We'll put the. We'll this is good. I know, you guys. I'm dripping That's all okay. over. Sushri so, is going to kill us. So you're. T- he already peeked in here, and he's like, "What is going on in there?" <laughs> we'll put That's. You try later, Ross. Should we just leave ice cream here? For the- oh, by the way, we left ice cream on the guys. Counter. I'm here for this. I got to tell you, this is really amazing that this happened today. That yeah. you brought the zebra cakes. Well, listen, we want to impress you all the time every this time is you visit. The karma for Jay paying for those guy that guy's zebra cakes. Well, of course, we want you to watch Twin Cities live weekdays starting at three, and you've got your podcast with Marjorie, who, by the way, real quickly before we go, she was uh, on the radio with you. She was. We did a radio show on My Talk 107.1 together for almost two years. And then I was, you know, like a helper, a mainstay helper on the Ian and Marjorie show on My Talk 1071 <laughs> yeah. for many years before that. Um, so Marjorie and I have a podcast. It's called Best to the Nest. And we talk a lot about, you know, being your best self at home and making your home the place where you feel the happiest. And it's like your sanctuary and you're healthy. And then 
um, you can go out into the world and achieve everything you want to achieve. It's really good. I listen to it. Love it. Um, yeah. So there you go. Well, thanks for you guys, coming. I've in. loved my time here. Thank you so much for inviting we, me. We give you snacks. You know, it, it was. Re- I won a game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got snacks. Got the, and Hutch teared up. I this teared, is oh like God. amazing. We listen, that doesn't leave this room. <laughs> we don't pay in cash. We don't pay in appearance fees. We pay in ice cream and treats. There you don't you need go. money when you have ice cream. No, you don't. <laughs> thanks for uh, coming in, Elizabeth. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. And of course, thanks to Mattress Galaxy for bringing you uh, Stacey Hutch say too much check out our Instagrams KS95 vids to watch the podcast as well see you guys next week your dog is more than just your bestie with the cutest face ever get to know them on a genetic level with Embark Vet developed by veterinarians and PhDs Embark screens for more than 215 genetic health risks across more than 350 breeds. It's top-notch science for your top-notch pup. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.